on demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, May 29th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. A decisive day in Israeli politics, with just hours until a deadline expires, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, whose Likud party won the election six weeks ago, is struggling to cobble together a coalition government with right-wing and ultra-Orthodox parties. If a coalition is not put together by midnight, he will be required to return the mandate to the president, who is required by law to give another Knesset member a chance to form a government. To prevent this, Netanyahu, faces possible indictment in three corruption cases, is moving to dissolve the Knesset tonight and go to snap elections. The Knesset is currently debating the final two votes of a bill to disband itself. A bill requires at least 61 MKs of the 120-member parliament to vote in favor, which is not certain since many MKs from Likud and other parties would risk not being re-elected. Still, a last-minute compromise could be reached over the Haredi draft law, which has been the stumbling block. Former defense minister and leader of the Israel Beitenu party, Avigdor Lieberman, has steadfastly refused to budge from his demand that the bill be passed as part of his joining the coalition. The ultra-Orthodox United Torah Judaism is just as adamantly opposed to voting for Haredi men to be conscripted into the army. Netanyahu is holding talks now with the heads of his potential coalition partners to discuss possible dates for elections, with the prevailing view being September 17th. Meanwhile, President Reuven Rivlin, who has been inundated with requests to prevent another election, issued a statement saying he was not interfering with the limits of the law. Netanyahu has been entrusted with the task of forming a government and the president will allow him to use all the time available according to the law, hoping that we do not reach the unfortunate position of repeat elections, a statement from the president's residence said. According to the law, if the time allotted to Netanyahu expires without him being able to present a coalition, then the president must entrust it upon one of the other Knesset members. But the president added that the Knesset has the authority to disperse itself and it would bear the consequences of the decision. Prime Minister Netanyahu held a surprise meeting last night with Supreme Court Chief Justice Esther Chayut and her deputy, Hanan Melser. The Prime Minister's office said that Netanyahu had initiated the meeting. It came a day after Hayut gave a scathing talk against efforts by the government to curtail the influence of the High Court of Justice. The Likud and some right-wing parties are planning to pass legislation to override the court and prevent it from reversing, for example, Knesset-approved immunity for Netanyahu. The three noted the importance of a substantive and respectful dialogue between the authorities, a statement from the Prime Minister's office said. The government's coordinator of activities in the territories has once again tightened restrictions on Palestinian fishing today, reducing their fishing zone to 10 nautical miles from 15. The move came just days after it was extended to 15 nautical miles, and the new restrictions came after more incendiary balloons continued to be launched from the Gaza Strip into Israel, setting agricultural fields alight. U.S. President Donald Trump's son-in-law and senior advisor Jared Kushner and special representative for international negotiations Jason Greenblatt have landed in Jordan in their Middle East sweep to gain support for a yet-to-be-delivered peace plan for the region. They are expected to meet with King Abdallah. 
The American team is expected to come to Israel tomorrow to meet with Prime Minister Netanyahu and top Israelis. U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton accused Iran Wednesday of almost certainly being behind sabotage attacks on oil tankers off the UAE coast this month. He made the comments during a visit to Abu Dhabi. Bolton added that there was no reason for Iran to back out of its nuclear deal with world powers other than to seek atomic weapons. Bolton said that without more nuclear power plants, it made no sense for Iran to stockpile more low-enriched uranium as it now plans to do. There's no reason for them to do higher enrichment unless it is to reduce the breakout time to make nuclear weapons, Bolton said. LL Airlines has announced that it will be opening direct flights to Tokyo, Japan. The line will begin next March with three flights a week on the new Boeing 787 Dreamliner. Turning to the weather, and it'll be unseasonably hotter with Sharav conditions across the country. Temperatures will start to fall on Friday. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 36, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 30, Beersheba 36, and the Nilat going up to 41 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.